I was talking to Bronco Henry yesterday, and he reminded me about something. First of all, he said, you know, for medical reasons, we both got to be bottomless in this sleeping bag, which I don't know. The me- he explained the medical reason to me, but I didn't get it. But more importantly, he brought up something that made me so cotton-picking angry. Cotton-picking angry. I'm going to bring it up with Adam Burns today. Adam Burns, Joe Batanz. We're throwing down! at the top of the show my name is joe batanz and i do this show with one person and one person only he's the mouth of the south the cock from little rock it's the one the only mr adam burns hello adam burns how are you hello joe batanz i'm fine how are you i'm doing very well you know i gotta tell you something i want to plug your other show mix my next i've heard you call it the mix the mix yeah daniel's trying to um he's never gonna do it he's like we should we should put get uh we should like rebrand and have two versions of the show i got it i got the name yeah mix minus plus (laughs) right no he wanted to call it the gay mix because he thought you know having adding the word gay in there would attract more audience and then, uh, and then also mix minus means nothing to anyone. Yeah. It's a, it's an audio term, you know? I got one. Call box seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, uh, anyway, so yeah, he calls it the mix. I His got it. His goal was. I got another one. RuPaul's Drag Race mix. Yeah, but we don't really talk about Drag Race that much. So I'm not sure, you know, but. Anyway, are you watching this UK versus the world? No. You know, every time we talk the past three weeks or the past three episodes, I've mentioned that we can't keep caught up with RuPaul's Drag Race uh, because we don't have cable. And then you tell me, text me after the show. Yeah. And uh, and then I always forget to text you after the show. And then I get I get on here and I'm like, crap, I didn't text him after the show. So, yeah. Well, hold on for a second. Alexa. No. Yeah. Computer. Remind me in an hour to text Adam Burns about Philo. Okay. I'll remind you in an hour. I'll text you. Okay. There you go. Anyway, that's a good thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to feel bad in a second. I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've been sitting on it for a while. And that's not about talking about Aiden's dick, which is coming Tuesday. Just his dick? Just that would be kind of difficult. Oh, because it's coming inside of me. But anyway, Bronco Henry told me it's going to be great. How do you know Bronco Henry? He's always bringing you up. <laughs> I don't know. He probably saw me swimming naked in the river. So anyway, we were talking about this Whataburger, right? And I saw I saw a drawing for Whataburger online. You know, I, you know, I do these alternative movie posters. And there's an artist named Jason Edmiston, but it might not be him, but they do this weird uh, bird drawing series inspired by famous fast food places. And I believe he did a Whataburger one, right? Like there are birds in the 
No, it'll or be Bird, like as in there's someone named Bird that I'm unaware no, of. No, no, that no, has no. a certain style no, or no, no. Like for instance, I bought this one for Aiden because Aiden loves the color yellow. It's a little bird, a little yellow bird, but on the very corner you can barely tell. Maybe someone can post on Discord. His name's Jason Edmiston, and uh, it's a bird, but you can tell he's perched on an In and Out sign. Someone will post it. You'll see. Okay. And he does it in that series. I, I, I may have Whataburger tonight actually because I cooked for lunch, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to cook. Also I wonder for what dinner. you cooked. <laughs> wonder. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, so Jason Edmiston, he does this here. And so the, someone brought up, brought up the, the Whataburger one, right? And some people started saying in there, oh, yeah, thank God. It's not a sucky like In-N-Out, which is fucking piece of shit. And I was like, you know what? This reminds me. And I don't, I don't even just, know if we Just don't the- get lettuce. Don't get lettuce on your In-N-Out burger. It's fine. Like, it, it's great. And get it how they make it. With mm-hmm. their sauce. Don't try to customize it. Yeah. But don't get the lettuce. It's good. That's good. Oh, I'm you changed your – because before you were like – you said – and I, I'm sorry I'm digging this up again. And we're going to be digging up a lot Are of you? old Joe Batanz tropes, okay? Because we're going to talk about Celebrity Big Brother, too, in this Todrick Hall. But I want to know – remember you said the first time you had it, you wanted to vomit, you said. You wanted to vomit – yeah, that first one I had was not good. But since then, I've had it again, and it was good. Mm-hmm. I I made the mistake of trying to customize it and not getting their sauce mm-hmm. and making a bunch of changes. And mm-hmm. then the lettuce that they put on it was just like the butt end of the lettuce that you normally throw away for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. so I didn't enjoy that. But since then, I, I like in and out. I'm fine with it. Like, now, let me ask you this question. This is the other thing I was talking about. I was talking to somebody about this. Oh, there's your there's your sandwich from today. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, wait, somebody has it here. Oh, we can play it. Thank you, Deckhead. Here we go. I got to pull this clip because I'm always I'm always wanting to quote it. Here we go. Wait, how come that's going out through my? Let me go to YouTube. Oh, because going through Discord. Here we go. So I want to put, I'm always wanting to quote this, but I could never find it. Good morning. President Reagan is thinking about changing his itinerary for his trip to Asia next month, and that might include cancellation of his visit to the Philippines. Emory King is at the White House this morning. Emory, has the White House more or less set the stage to scrap the trip? Hey, how do I know, Connie? Okay. Oh, my God. I'm very sorry, Connie. Good morning. The White House... <laughs> oh, he didn't know he was on. No, he didn't know he was on the air. <laughs> I gotta pull that sound clip and say, "How do I know, Connie?" <laughs> anyway, um, so here's my question to you: Whataburger? Yeah, and you live in one of the cheaper parts of the country. You know, it's not as expensive as Los Angeles. And um, by the way, I was reading about Arkansas. Is there a place called like Harrisburg or Harristown or something like that? The most racist city in America or something? Oh yeah, Harrison. Harrison. Why is it so racist? Yeah. Why do they why do they say that? Well, I I'm gonna get this wrong, Joe, because I, I didn't research beforehand, but I I think yeah. Harrison is or was the headquarters of the KKK in Arkansas. Oh. Um so I think that's the reason they say that. How far is it from you? 
about an hour, hour and a half. I'm, I'm going to ask an honest question here. And then Driving, we'll get, we'll get back know. to the Whataburger thing. Has Mark faced any sort of racism or bigotry in Arkansas? Well, it's hard for me to say because I don't think I would recognize, um, you know, the subtle racist stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that, that people of other races. The microaggressions. Yeah. I mean, all people of other colors other than white always, you know, experience racism that, that we may not, us white folk may not be aware of, mm-hmm. you know, unless we're really paying attention. So, I mean, no one's ever come up and slapped him in the face or called him a name or something mm-hmm. like that. And my, you know, but I'm sure he feels other than sometimes, you know, when it's all a bunch of white people and him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask him if he feels like he's, you know, suffered any, he, I'm sure he has. And, and he's not the kind of person that would come home and tell you or anything. No. No, he he keeps stuff to himself, you know. But actually, mm-hmm. um, people always confuse him with a Hispanic person mm-hmm. because he has similar features, and uh, we have a lot of Hispanic people around here. So, you know, he also rather than just having racism, people think he speaks Spanish and other things. They'll just start talking to him in Spanish and <laughs> you know other things. Mm-hmm. Even other Hispanic people yeah. will think he's Hispanic. Yeah. But which is funny because I'll, I'll walk in. And by the way, I want this to know this is not, I'm not Christian. I don't think I look white. Okay. Christian is a person here, by the way, not a religion. And, uh, I know I look Mexican. Okay. So this is the part that's shocking to me. I realize when you see me, you go, Oh, there's a Mexican man. What's this gnat in front of my face? Um, there's a Mexican man. Okay. I'll walk in the Spanish speaking establishments. They're talking Spanish to everybody. And then I go, Hi. And the big, Hello, how can I help you? I'm like, oh, why do they know? Why do they know that I don't speak Spanish? <laughs> That's the part I don't get. What I don't is know. it? What am I doing? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, back sure. to the water. Well, you don't, so I guess it's convenient. For it you. is. It's true. I don't speak Spanish. But let's get back to the Whataburger question, which is how much for a Whataburger that you get? What's the one you get? What? Uh oh, Adam making a note. Something happened. Uh-oh. No, nothing happened. I, you're going you're gonna to ask me a question I don't know the answer to. Oh. Go ahead. Ask me the question. Wait, don't you pay for the Whataburger? Yeah, but I don't pay attention. <laughs> I don't pay attention to how much stuff costs. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I, um, sorry, I mean, when, yeah. it's, I, when it's something like a, a fast food meal or something, I, I don't, you know, it's not – that I don't ever pay attention to what things cost. It's just, uh-huh. you know. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't know that you were, uh, you know, anyway, I would say on in general, when Mark mm-hmm. and I eat together, um, we spend about $20. Uh, so $10 per meal. And, there will be a, a burger, a fry, and a drink. Okay. And that's in Arkansas where things ostensibly yeah. are a little cheaper. Yeah, I was trying to tell somebody that because I was talking to them about uh, Shake Shack and about how, like, look, I'm going to tell you something. This is the funny thing about the in and out conversation. I'm yeah, not the even meal – sorry. The yeah. meal I get is around $10. I, this is the, the funny thing about the in and out conversation. I'm not even the world's biggest in and out fan. Some of them might think that I'm, like, the Mr. in and out Okay, 
I think it's fine. I would never, if someone said, where do you want to go eat? I would never volunteer in and out. By the way, I think it's good. I'm just kind of burned out on it. I'm being honest. Well, I've admitted this before. Mm-hmm. I think I love Whataburger, but if I'm pressed, I'm not going to say, oh my God, Whataburger is the best burger in the world. To me, it is. To my yeah. taste buds, it is. Yeah. But, you know, everybody has different taste buds. So Jordan so. Darling in the, in the chat room says, if I had to choose between In-N-Out and Shake Shack, um, I would choose Shake Shack. And Doofus Maximus says something that's completely ridiculous. He says, In-N-Out is expensive for what it is. I'd rather go to Tommy Burgers. Okay, let's talk about this. This is where everybody's wrong. Jay, Jay Darling's wrong, wrong because uh, what I'm going to say is I would choose Shake Shack. I would choose Shake Shack. Shake Shack makes a better burger. I am not the world's biggest In-N-Out. Like, it's the greatest burger ever. Okay. But Shake Shack here in Los Angeles, probably, I don't know, do they have Shake Shack there in Arkansas? Uh, uh, no, we don't have a Shake Shack. We have a Smash Burger, which is okay. not the same yeah. thing, but So Shake Shack here, now which is more expensive city, is going to run you between 12 and $15 for a basic combo, okay? And where Doofus is wrong is for a couple of reasons. One, in and out, we, and I just looked at the prices today because I was talking to somebody. In and out for a double double fries and a medium drink is six dollars and forty five cents or seventy five cents something it's somewhere in the six dollar range right that's yeah that's pretty cheap I will say though their burgers are kind of small at, at in and out well, right, a double double but what I'm gonna say though is and the other thing I was saying is the reason there aren't a lot of in and outs is because everything's fresh they don't nothing's ever frozen it's all fresh so you're telling me for a fresh Made burger to order, double cheeseburger, $6.45 with fresh french fries. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing. I'm like, that's a pretty good deal. And that's why people love In-N-Out. No, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. For sure. I mean, I just don't really, again, I don't, I I couldn't tell you what the various fast food places cost. Wait, hold on. Doofus Maximus says it's tiny. It's not tiny food. I would say it's the size of a McDonald's. A cheeseburger is about a little bit, a tiny bit bigger than a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, well, I mean, if you compare to Whataburger, a Whataburger, a double meat Whataburger is probably twice the size of the double double. I agree. I'm not disagreeing so, with you. Uh, you know, so I mean, it is smaller than other burger chains. I but, agree well, with you. McDonald's I... is also a small burger. Yes, it is. But yeah. but I'm sure someone like I see that uh, Jeremy from Europe is here. Um, I'm sure he would say that the, the, the thought of something being bigger than the McDonald's cheeseburger seems like very American and huge. <laughs> probably. You know, you know, if I was, if I was to rate burgers right sure. now, sure. I would probably, now I'm going to forget the name of it, but Whataburger probably would no longer be my number one. Really? Interesting. Um, I would probably, so at Denny's, they have a burger. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's called the Slam Burger, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the burger has uh, cheese. It has hash browns. Oh, my gosh. And it has a fried egg on top of it. And I love it. It's like it is my – but I don't – it's it's inconvenient to order Denny's. It takes forever and like it's just – I don't want to go into a restaurant. They don't let Mark sit food. down first. Huh? They don't let Mark sit down first. <laughs> I don't want to – well, I don't want to sit down for a – like a fast food. I just want to take it home. But anyway, 
So I don't order it very often, but it's probably my favorite burger right now because I love an egg on a burger. I love hash browns on a burger. Like, it's very good. Do you guys have um, fat burger where you are? I've heard of it. I, no, I don't. We don't have it here. No, I'm for gonna, sure. They're not as much as plentiful as they used to be. I'm going to take next time you're out here. I'm going to take you to Fat Burger. I wonder what you would think of that. Um. So yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever had it. And then probably Whataburger right under that, mm-hmm. mainly because of inconsistency. Yeah. Um. They're just not. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shake or uh, um, yeah, Shake Shack. Shake Shack then in and out. Shake Shack is incredible. If I had all the money in the world and and calories just went through me and I didn't get clogged arteries, I would eat at Shake Shack every day. You know. Yeah. So uh so that's kind of my order right now, I would uh-huh. say. But I do Whataburger most of the time cuz again, it it's my favorite chain and it's also a burger chain and it's more convenient than Denny's, so I'm not going to, you know. But occasionally you know, I do get Denny's. There are you know there are Five Guys all around here. I have never been to Five Guys. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. I, you know, Five Guys is just okay to me. I mean, I've it's never fine. Been. I should probably go. Now, here's what I will say, and I've said this, I'll say this once, and I'll say it again. Del Taco, because it's called Del Taco, people don't realize they have a cheeseburger, hamburger kind of thing. It's underrated. I mean, is it the greatest thing ever? No, but it's underrated. And if you have a Del Taco near you, try their burger. Underrated. Thank you. We don't have Del Taco. I will say one thing about Five Guys. I find it to always be messy. Mm-hmm. I know that's – I mean that's a ridiculous criteria. Mm-hmm. But they it, they they wrap them up in this foil and try to unwrap it without getting grease all over your hands mm-hmm. and everything. It's like – and then they just give you way too many fries. I know that's a horrible – that's a weird complaint. Mm-hmm. But I can't eat them all and they're not good. Like you can't – leftover fries are not good. So you end up throwing away half a bag of fries. So there you go. Anyway, Adam Burns, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I know you're watching this celebrity Big Brother. Yes. And I don't and I've heard you on your show mention Todrick Hall and Carson Kressley and whatnot, right? Yes. And you like Carson, correct? I do, yeah. 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 But Todrick, tell me about Todrick, because I don't know if you know this. I have a long standing one sided feud with Todrick Hall. <laughs> well, I you know, look, I don't know my I know Todrick was a YouTuber at one point. I don't know if he still does YouTube stuff or whatever, but he did a lot of stuff on YouTube and then he he's like a dancer and a singer and like all this kind of stuff. But I've not really seen a lot of him. Like I so I didn't really have an opinion of him before. And when they came in to the house, uh he says, oh, you know, let's have an alliance with Carson and Cynthia. I don't know who Cynthia is other than she's on Big Brother, but she's supposed to be a celebrity of some sort. And this other girl. And I was like, oh, cool. The gays are going to be in an alliance together. That'll be really cool. And then mm-hmm. immediately, Todrick goes behind their back and joins the Athletes Alliance with this MMX girl, mm-hmm. lady. Mm-hmm. And he keeps telling her, oh, you've got to get Carson out. You've got to get Carson out. You've got to get Carson out. For no apparent reason, he's like, oh, Carson is so has a such a strong player. You need to get him out. Immediately, he turned on his brother gay folk. Not only they're in the same, whatever they work say. on the same show. What? Todrick is a regular, semi-regular on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, maybe. I guess I've seen him on there, but I didn't. Anyway. You didn't miss anything. 
So, you know, I, it's not that I, I mean, he's fine, but he's so like sleazy, just, just, uh, I don't know, but it's big brother. It's a game. And I see, I have this habit, Joe. And I don't know. I mean, you, you may or may not know this, but I never like the person who's doing the best. If they're doing the best and they're, they're that like, you know, running the house hate that person i love black people it's what always does that have to do with always, anything what does it's that have to do always with anything, the way it is um well you know i just like to throw that in occasionally okay so uh yeah i mean cynthia i really like cynthia she's black by the way um she's I love not black people. Win, but uh she she is uh partnered up with carson and anyway i don't know mm-hmm he acted all nice and friendly to Carson. And then it's just like, Oh, you got to get Carson out. You got to get. So every episode is just, how can we get Carson out? And I'm just, it's driving me crazy. I need to, I need to get some water for this. Some water burger. So, yeah, I mean, it's not that uh, he's, he doesn't seem to be a bad person or a jerk or anything like that. Like I, like I don't, you know, I don't hate him. But I just – it just makes no sense to me and, and they're never – they're hardly ever more than one gay person on Big Brother. Well, okay. When I say one gay person, sometimes there will be a lesbian and a gay guy, but rarely are there two gay guys on the same season. And so I was just excited to see two gay guys like join up you know, and be in a partnership and make it to the end. And then he's just throwing Carson all up under the bus. By the way, it's one of my favorite videos. It's called um, The Da Vinci Load. It's two guys. They get together. They stay with each other. They partner up. They go in all the way to the end. And then when it's finished, he throws them under a bus. The Da Vinci Load. Go see it. Anyway, <clears throat> I just had to take a drink of water because I had to, to wet my whistle, so to speak, about what I'm going to talk about. Okay. This, yeah, this Todrick Hall. <laughs> yeah. What a horrible, horrible human being, Adam. He's a horrible human being. Did you know on multiple occasions he films these Fakakta, uh music videos for YouTube and he'd go, hey, everyone, come out and uh, dance. And then he doesn't pay them. And then you're saying, well, maybe they came out for free. No, there are people, there are certain people like featured dancers, right? That he promises to pay them and then never pays them. No, in fact, it came out on these uh, Reddits that I'm on that I guess at one point he looked at the camera and said, I always pay my dancers. You know why? Because that, that's why he got canceled at him. Because he's a fuck. He doesn't pay his bills. Okay. Okay. Then, uh, then you know that he had a friend, a good friend. That always stood by him. Another dancer. Black guy. Right? I love black people. Not the point of this conversation. Okay black guy and they were going to make this music video and he's a strong dancer and he would originally have been placed in the front and then Todrick was like uh this, this respected dancer adam says puts him in the back he's all there's too much chocolate up in the front and he wanted more white people in the front of his dance thing okay then he comes out with this uh this uh this supposedly body positivity dance i think or something like that where it's like it's this thing that he did, right? And it's all fucking just the same white guy. Like, he's such a f- 
fucking self-hating African-American, horrible, doesn't pay his bills, white person. You know what, Adam? I hope he dies and he forgets to turn straight before he dies and he goes to hell. And that God punishes him. And I want, you know, I don't think God thinks gay people are evil. I think gay people are going to go to heaven, except Todrick. He's going to be like, you know what, Todrick? I saved Dick for you. I, for you, the rule applies, and I hope you burn in gay hell. Well, I mean, uh, he's not disproving anything you've said on this season of Celebrity Big Brother. That, that's all I'll say. I, I thought I was going to like him at the beginning, but he is, you know, I think, I think, but again big brother the point is to win the game right yeah so it's really like why would you hate someone for playing the game well i know it's crazy but i do mm -hmm. when people play well I, I never like them but he seems very self-serving yeah based on based on his play everything yeah. is about him mm -hmm. and how he can but again in big brother that's what you're supposed to do so i mean can i really judge him outside of big brother based on that probably not you know, I'm going to tell you something. If I worked at in and out and Todrick came to the drive through, I would put the crispiest lettuce you ever the crispy. It would shatter his teeth. That's how crispy the lettuce. If I put extra crispy lettuce. Oh, that'd be horrible. That'd be horrible. How are you, Adam? How's your life? Well, you know, I struggled with whether to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. Joe. Sure. Oh, 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 I know what this is. I'm glad you brought this and, up. You know, I talked to Taylor know, about this. You know, and he didn't believe me. It, it is okay. So I talked about my mom. I'm very open and honest mm -hmm. on all of my shows. Yeah, but especially on this one because it's behind a paywall and mm -hmm. sure, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, and you know, I will say things that are kind of stream of consciousness. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's what I'm going out and doing. It's just like I'm, you know, inner monologues. Sort of sure. Thing. Sure. So I talked about my mom and my parents and whatever. So I got this direct message, and I'm not going to say the person's name. But I wanted to clear something up because Taylor thought that it was an anonymous person. I said, no, Adam knows who it is. Yeah, I mean, it's a listener. It's not – I don't know Let the person. Let me ask you this question. Do I know who this listener is? I don't think so. If I promise not to say the name or anything, will you show it to me? Uh, Yeah, I will. Okay, I won't say, I, I won't say anything. You, well, it'll be hard for you to see it on – it's okay like message want... yeah message me who yeah. it is yeah, uh I'm so gonna... anyway mm -hmm. so i got this so after talking about my mom and you know other shows i've talked about my mom mm -hmm. and and so i you know and so i get a direct message from this person on twitter mm -hmm. and i won't read the whole thing but i'll just pick out a little bit and so he says you know i'm perplexed by your inner struggle with your relationships with your mom and your stepdad mm -hmm. um You've been speaking about your parents in a very negative tone. You're going to be, you're going to very much regret not spending time with them. Yeah. My mom died, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, this is a very long message. Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. you know. I, look, so, I'm fine with you reading so, the whole thing. Yeah, well, I, okay, I miss her every day. So what if your parents watch Fox News? I do not understand why that is such a hang up with you. My parents were not political, but were big into sports. I have three brothers and a sister. I have no interest in sports. I don't think that's the same. But, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. um, then he says, every time I went over to the house, sports were on the TV or somebody was playing sports. I went over to my mom and dad's house, blah, blah, blah. It's not about Fox News or her views. It's about you and your mom. Why does your mom have to agree with all your beliefs? 
Um, they're older. They lived in a dif- different generation. They were raised in a different time. Judgment works both ways, and you seem to be very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making yourself uncomfortable. Uh, he says you ex- you seem extremely immature when it comes to your parents. Um, and then he goes on to talk about Mark. Yeah, and say. You know, uh, he says Mark does not come off as a nice person. Mark has no relationship, basically, with his parents in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. The situation with Mark and his parents is basically like some Clinton. I don't get that. And then he calls Mark uh, selfish and says that he's probably just jealous of my relationship with my parents. And, you know, so he calls me immature. Uh-huh. He says, you know, I shouldn't care at all, you uh-huh. know, about my what my parents. And then he says Mark is not a nice person. Mark is, you know, judgmental. Yeah. Mark is jealous of my relationship. I'm like, what the, f-? like, what, like, okay, I just want to say, we're, just because we're podcasters and mm-hmm. we put our, you know, put our life out there, A, does not mean that you know us. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you're not with me every single day. And also, I mean, don't come at me like that. I, it's just like, that's ridiculous. And, you know, later he does end it by saying, we love you, Adam. Okay, great. You know, give me this whole, like, novel putting me and both Mark and I both down. Yeah. And then end it with, but we love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't have a right to come at me like that just because I'm a podcaster and I, you know, put my life out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm being very open and honest. There, It's mm-hmm. not called for, mm-hmm. you know, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Did you read the parts where he said I'm right that Joe's right? Did you read those parts? Because those parts I, <laughs> I was I was trying to let's see. Well, no, I disagree I with everything except for the parts where he said Joe is right. You should listen to Joe. I like oh, all those parts. He says Joe mentioned your stepfather building you shelves in the garage. What an act of love from your stepfather to build you something with his hands. And for Mark to say the gift is for you speaks to Mark as an extremely petty person. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the deal. But I mean, that's, that is, I agree with you. I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, why are you bringing this up on here when you sent me the name of the person who wrote this and it's Daniel J. Brewer? (laughs) It is not. Stop. (laughs) Every time we mention Daniel, I get a text. Uh huh. Like 30 minutes after you release the podcast. (laughs) There should be no Daniel Brewer mentioned as soon as he listens to the show. Yeah, you're going to get one right now. Well, I guess I won't text you. Obviously, it's a problem if I text you. So, thought you're my friend, and I can text you. Stop, stop, stop! Seriously, I love Daniel Brewer. I'm on a show with him every week. I love Daniel Brewer too because I love Daniel Brewer too because I. Here's the deal. Let me tell you why I like why I love Daniel Brewer for exposing this Taylor the Latte Boy. So, I think on the last episode we talked about the hill that Taylor won't won't go up the bridge, right? Yeah. So, I asked you the next day, can you send me a picture of the hill? You did, right, of the bridge. Yep. And so I sent it to Taylor, and I was 100% expecting Taylor to be like, oh, my God, that is a lie. That's not the real picture. Like, something like Daniel's exaggerating. What Taylor was like, uh-huh. And I go, <laughs> where's the hill? Where's yeah, the I'm like, hill? there's no hill. And he goes, it's not, it's not that there's a hill. It's I've been walking all day, you know, and... He gave me so I was like, and then I saw that Daniel on your on your Discord posted another angle, and I go, okay, well here's another angle. Let me say, Taylor's like, yeah, no, this is it. You're sending me, yes, I know what this is, and it's not that it's a hill. It does. It's just that I'm tired, 
And I'm like, oh, because I might not, because Adam, you were being nice. I don't even see an incline. Yeah, I mean, it's flat. Well, I mean, it, maybe it's maybe one or two percent of an incline, maybe just a tiny little. It's a bridge. So normally bridges have a tiny little incline. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, so I just want to say to that listener. Oh, yeah. Daniel, J. I love you, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though. But I, but honestly, I mean, it's not nice for listeners to like, to, to message us and say horrible, hateful things. I mean, just think about what you're saying before you message. It's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I will say. Okay. I'm going to say two things. Okay. Is one, and the reason I wanted to see this listener's name was for a reason that people don't realize is you, you did something that I think did him a disservice. Which is, you corrected the grammar when you oh, read it. How is that a disservice? Because I think it explains a lot. I think. No, no, no. I, I think, don't think. I think he is not. Uh, I don't think English is his first language, and I think he's trying to communicate something that requires some artful diplomacy, and he can't do it. Or he's Dutch. I can't tell. It's one of the two things, right? I don't want to believe he's Dutch because I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but uh, I think it's that English isn't his first language, and uh, he was trying to. But 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 I agree with you that it's very very rough what he says. Yeah, it was just like why why are you coming at me like that? Here I am trying to be open and honest on mm-hmm. on a show and just tell people the struggles. It's not like I'm going over to my mother and slapping her in the face daily or something. Well, no, because then you'd be Dutch. I, I'm just, I don't know about, I don't know about these Dutch people that you've met, but, um, but I have inner dialogue that I share and it doesn't make me a horrible person that I struggle with things that I think a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with, I don't want to go over to my parents every day and hear how they think black people are treated fairly. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of this other bullshit stuff that they preach on Fox News. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe I don't want to hear that every day, especially since my partner Mm -hmm. is not white. Yeah. You know, and and other things. I mean, I'm not, again, it's many other things, not just that. And so if I have a struggle, I think that's perfectly normal for me to have this struggle. Mm -hmm. I love my parents, but it doesn't mean I, you know, I'm not going to struggle with things. That's it. That's it. I'm done so I'm gonna, with that topic. Okay, but I'm, I want I want I'm gonna go through it here myself because there were some things here. Uh, we were listening to you with Joe on throwing down, and recently with Daniel, you've been with the but I do agree with him. Not I completely. The end. No, what I will say is not that you should acquiesce. I'm not saying you should acquiesce, but what I am saying is. Is there a way to have a conversation with your stepdad and your mom about sort of the political things that are going on and how it bothers you and how it affects you so that you can get to a place where you're not trying – I'm also opening mail when I talk to you – where you're not trying to uh, avoid them? Because the one thing I will say, the one thing – see, that's what I'm saying. There are germs of truth in what he says, Okay. And I think it could come to a. I don't think your parents are that. They're not. They're in their early seventies, right? 
Yeah. 72. Yeah, I mean, God forbid. And yeah, but they, you have a, some time with them left. But you, I mean, I think yeah. at this point, though, every moment is precious. And I don't want it to be that you're at a place where you do regret that. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, no, I, and I get that part. I think it was more the way – well, first of all, I, I don't like people presuming that they they know Mm-hmm. You know, everything about and, and, you know, thinking that, you know, making these very harsh, you're immature, your boyfriend's petty, you know, using words like that. You know, if you, if you were to write a, a short little message and say, hey, uh, you're really going to regret it um, if you don't spend more time with them because they're getting older and they're going to pass away. And, and I just am saying this out of love because the same thing happened to me. And you had left it at that. You know, that would be one thing, but the way the tone and the words used and the, you know, the, the way it comes across is not. But that's pleasant. why I'm saying, I think it's because English isn't his first language. I, I bet think it is gonna... though. Huh? <laughs> I think it is though, because if it's the person I think they've also left a voicemail on other shows and they are from the U.S. They're not. Oh. Yeah. Then no, but you know what? And I, I know people are going to think I'm funny, and I'm not. Well, I know that, but he's probably Dutch. <laughs> the Dutch people are like that. They just say shit. They just say horrible. Whatever horrible thing comes to their brain, it just comes. There's no filter. Yeah. They're just brain, mouth, or brain fingertips to the keyboard. Well, what Dutch person has hurt you recently? I didn't even know you you had relationships with Dutch people. I didn't You've know never. This. Yeah, go ahead. You've never mentioned a Dutch person to me ever until today. I don't think. I don't recall you ever mentioning Dutch people. I'm just so saying, I don't... I'm just spitting facts. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, how are you, Joe? And I'm fine. Look, I I'm I've 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 said my piece now. Um I may he he listens to this show, so I may lose a listener. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, you know, I tried to be respectful and just mm-hmm. say, hey, I, I just think you should have handled that differently. And I'm not going to give his name. You, oh, you wrote to him. But no, no, no. On this show, I just. Oh, said, yeah. OK. No, I, I'm not responding. I, I'm responding on this show. That mm-hmm. That's my response. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that there's no better point than right now to go into. Oh. I don't want to lie for... Sorry, that I hit two buttons at the same time. Go right into the cooking segment. Adam Burns, I chose the recipe this week. It was uh, sausage sandwiches with garlicky mushroom. Well, no, it was just sausage sandwiches, but in a weird coincidence, you and I chose... There were four different ones to choose from, and you and I, it looks like you and I chose the same one, which was... No, did we? The one with the mushrooms? The sausage sandwich with garlicky mushrooms and provolone. Yeah, and uh, I want to hear about your experience making it. Did you? Did you? Were there any changes? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, mainly because they took the onions out of the one with mushrooms, and I really like onions. And okay. onions were in every single other one. So why did you do one of the other ones? Uh, no fennel available at my local store. Mm-hmm. Uh, no broccoli rob available at my local store. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling marinara sauce. So that's all it left was the mushroom one. And so mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'm just going to leave the, the onions in, but do less. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly onion, but I have a little bit of, or mostly, sorry, mostly mushroom, but I have a little bit of onion, you know, mm-hmm. just to appease myself because I like onions. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but um, and Mark doesn't love onions, so I didn't want to put um, like too many. Yeah, just because you know. And I added a little bit, so I cooked the the mushrooms, the garlic, the thyme, like all of that. So after I took the sausages out, and I decided to put a little bit of beer in there. And reduce that because, you know, that's always a thing you do with, with brats and other things as you put a little beer. And uh, I thought it would add a good flavor. Also, Daniel left a 24 case of beer here when he and Zach visited. And Mark and I don't drink beer. So I've been trying to put beer in everything that I can possibly, you know, to try to get rid of all of this beer. So I just put it in there and then basically reduced it down just to add a little bit more flavor. And I liked it. The bun that I selected was too large. I thought, oh, I thought a regular hot dog bun mm -hmm. is not going to be big enough because these sausages are really big. And I miss, I guess I'm not a good judge of a sausage length, Joe. <laughs> I'm guess. not, I'm not going near, I know what you're, I'm seeing that low hanging fruit <laughs> and I'm not going to go anywhere near it. Because I bought these a more of a hoagie roll type situation because they mm -hmm. looked more appropriate for an Italian sausage, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, and then I, after I cooked them and put them on there, the the bun was probably a third bigger than the the sausage. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was play. It was nice. I liked it. It's not. I mean, I guess the only claim to fame they have in this recipe was the method of cooking, because they say start in a cold pan and with oil and then don't add water, which I guess is what a lot of people do. And it'll steam in its own juices rather than having like be watered down. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, it worked, but I, I guess I'm not a sausage aficionado though. Anyway, I enjoyed it, had it with some jalapeno, uh, kettle chips and it was good. So here's the thing. And this is one of the reasons why I chose this recipe. I don't hate Italian sausages, but I'm not the biggest fan. I think they're way overrated. I've oh, yeah, had, I never eat sausage, yeah, like hardly I, ever. Yeah, I don't, and they're way overrated. I don't like them, right? So, but I'm, I'll try this. Maybe these different flavor, I've never seen these flavor. I mean, they had the standard issue marinara one, right? But then they also had, like, the garlicky mushrooms with provolone, which we did, and the other ones, okay? <clears throat> And and I know that it, I've always thought it was funny because they have like hot Italian sausage and sweet Italian sausage, right? And I was like, they both taste exactly the same to me. I don't know why they say this, right? Yeah. This cooking method is so amazing. You know, it's not revolutionary. What Adam? The answer is very simple. You put a tablespoon of olive oil in a in a twelve inch nonstick. You put the pans in there cold, like you said, over medium heat. You cover them and you turn them every two minutes for about 12 to 16 minutes. Boom, you're done until they get to 160. Yep. I'm going to tell you something. I actually taste, not that it was super spicy, but I was like, oh, there's actually, this time there was actually flavor to the, the, the usually when it, because the way my mom's made them, she does the beer or the water and all this shit. And, and it tastes like, it tastes like just bland meat. So I think they're right. I think it it's, it seeps out into the liquid. And so, and then the provolone cheese, I will say, I would have been, as much as I like the garlicky mushrooms with, the, with all that stuff on top and the parsley, I honestly probably would have been fine with it in the provolone 
and the bun by itself. If I hadn't had the mushrooms, I would have needed something else, like some mayonnaise or something. Yeah, 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 I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, no, 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 you're right. Maybe I would have put something on, maybe like a nice spicy a mustard, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, but, uh, but the mushrooms were fine, don't get me wrong. But I was like, it was a lot to deal with to try and put in your mouth. I don't know if you ever wrapped your hands around a big sausage, Adam, and tried to put it in your mouth, and you often want to unhinge your jaw. But, uh, uh, I've never had problem fitting a sausage in my mouth. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, like you, what about I'm inside your you, asshole? Huh? Well, no, I, I, I. They don't go there for me. <laughs> they don't go there for me. I injured myself one time. No more. <laughs> I've got. I've got injuries. I've got. You know, like an Olympic athlete. There's. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. Uh, Never healed. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they, um, yeah, I mean, I, it was enjoyable, but again, I normally would not eat. I agree with you. I don't think I'd ever uh, make it again. Like, but I'm just saying, if I ever had to have Italian sausages, this is how I'd make them. I would, on a scale of one to ten, I'd rate these as, by the way, the recipe's fine. It's just, I'm not a big Italian sausage fan. I'll give it a seven to be nice. Yeah, I mean, six or seven yeah. is probably what I would go as well. But it's mainly, I, the mushrooms were great. If I great. was, in fact, fantastic. In fact, I would take those same mushrooms and put them over a steak yeah, or something. Yeah, 100%. Or a burger. You know, they were, yeah, a burger. It's the Italian sausage part that gets it. Now, I will say this. Now, I do like an Italian sausage in, like, if you cut the casing off and crumble it up and then put it in, like, a bolognese or something like that to Mm -hmm. add a little bit of extra flavor. I'm okay with that if you mix it in with some other kind of ground meat. Mm -hmm. But just on its own, I've never been those, been, like, a brat guy or an Italian sausage guy. But it was was good, though. It was enjoyable. I think I was telling uh, my parents, I go, I think this was meant for a Super Bowl because in February. And so it it would be a great Super Bowl dish, I will say, to have those options. All right. Now, Adam Burke, I see you have the Cook's Country magazine in front of you. Have you chosen a recipe? Oh, you've chosen the Creole Yakamin. It looks like, uh, all right. Sounds very, you know, I still have not received my issue, but I am calling. Now it's been officially after February 10th. I am now going to call them and have them send me that issue. But the the Creole Yakamin, that sounds good. What's in it? Tell me what's in it. Um, It's got... What, what page like is it on so like librarians can post it? Oh, page 18? 18 and 19. Page yeah. 18 and 19. Is Humble it's, Pie there? I haven't seen Humble oh, Pie. I don't see her. Okay. But, um, so it's got chuck roast. It's got um, vegetables, blah, blah, blah. It's got mm. garlic. It's got beef broth. It's a soup. I mean, it's like a ramen yeah. sort of dish. It's got a, cre- a specific Creole seasoning that I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find. I'm going to have to look online. What's it called? Tony Chacheres. I'm not sure. C-H-A-C-H-E-R-E apostrophe. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that last name. Um, original Creole seasoning. So, humble, so, so, um, librarian is saying something. I don't remember. I've seen the digital edition and I don't remember seeing that either. Um, is this, wait, when did you get this? Show me the cover of this. This is the same one because this has the this has the um, the sausage in it. Oh, so oh yeah. This and you're one. saying page fourteen? Let me look because I, I no 18. 18. Oh, page eighteen. But uh, what's it called again? Creole Yakaman Yakamane Y A K A M E I N like Lomain. Yeah. But Yakamane. 
but it looks like a ramen. I mean, it reminds you of a, they even have a boiled egg on top. Yeah. And uh, yeah, New Orleans spicy beef noodle. Oh, I soup. found yeah. it. Now, I found I, it. Now it yeah, has spaghetti. It. Mm-hmm. it has spaghetti in it. Mm-hmm. But I am going to make one change for sure. What is that? I'm going to use ramen noodles instead of spaghetti. Okay. Does it say? I'm just saying right now. Yeah. Um, that they... that may be a substitute that it mentions. You know me; I don't read the whole thing, so yeah, <laughs> but, that's what I'm looking for uh, right now. But if I find, I'll let you know. Um, but I'm going to use ramen noodles because that seems res- acceptable. I yeah. would use. I like udon noodles. I might even use that. I'm not a big fan of udon noodles, but I, I really like ramen noodles. Mm. So anyway, um, Cindy C found the Tony Chachara Creole seasoning. I think I've seen that at the supermarket. Yeah, how do you say that? Chachari. Chachari. Oh, what, what did you say right now? What did you say? <laughs> Chachari? Connie, how should I know? See, I gotta have that clip at the ready. I have to have that clip at the ready. I can't wait till I pull it. All right. I have well, a librarian says Chachari or Chachari. Well, Adam, I'm like looking that. at the picture of your of your sausage sandwich from your lunch today. I think it looked really good. Uh, so you're saying that this, uh, yeah, cause you know what? I don't really see the sausage. I yeah, used, no, the bread was way too big. Yeah, I used like, a hot dog bun. Here's the deal though with a hot dog bun, even though it was fine and it was the right proportion, is at least the hot dog buns that I have, they just fucking fall apart in two seconds. So like, just when I put the provolone in it, it fell apart. Yeah, uh, that's true. This was a, like I said, a hoagie roll and I cut it down the middle mm-hmm. because it wasn't, they had not split it. Yeah. So, which is good because you know, for us hoagie, you split it differently. Yeah. I cut it down the middle, just kind of halfway, and then I opened it up, and then I cut a little bit to kind of butterfly it almost, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then put the provolone and melted it. So the provolone. Did you put the I pecorino kinda, romano? Yeah, I did. Okay, I did. Yeah, I grated that because yeah. I I bought it in a block mm-hmm. or not a block. It's a wedge. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So there you go. Well, there we'll, you we'll go. try that one. There. I figure I picked that one because I think Mark might like it. And I also like chuck roast, like pot roast yeah. type things. Yeah, I think, so. my, I think my parents would actually really like that dish. All right, Adam, any other stories you got for us? Uh, this is a really small one. Sure. And it's not really a story. But so Mark and I, our 10, our 10 month anniversary or 10 year, not month, 10 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Is this July? Yeah. And so we decided we were going to go to Europe mm-hmm. for our – now I know some people are going to say COVID. And I understand. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you oh, what. Don't go to, to Europe. Don't go to the Netherlands. They have COVID really bad? Mm. Go ahead. So I know some people are going to say COVID's not over, you know, stop you traveling or whatever. But we're 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 both now of the impression, impression that like – we got our shots. We got our booster. We wear the mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we do all these things. We're going to get back to our life, mm-hmm. you know, but we're going to, we're going to follow the rules. We're going to wear a mask wherever we need to. We're going to do all that, but we're getting back to our life. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. Sure. You know, it's, it's time. Mm-hmm. You've decided. Yeah. Adam we've Fa- decided. Adam Fauci. Um, so, uh, cause I mean, we've played by all the rules and we've done everything and I don't think we've gotten COVID knock on wood. But anyway, so, um, we, I love cruises and we decided, 
or he acquiesced that we were going to do a, a, a Mediterranean cruise. Mm-hmm. Royal Caribbean has a brand. Royal Caribbean has a brand new ship that is sure. the largest cruise ship out there right now. That is not. It's starting sailing mm-hmm. in March. Sure. They have this huge aqua theater at the end of the ship. Mm-hmm. It's like seventeen stories. It has a a mall. Mm-hmm. Like area, like this huge, it has a zip line mm-hmm. and all, I mean, this is a, like a massive ship. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sounds luxurious. Yeah, it is. And so we, so we finally decided on that and we're going to, um, Rome. We're going to actually, we're going to do part of our trip on land. So we're going to go to Venice and it just, that's not part of the cruise. We're just going to go to Venice and then we're going to go to Rome. We're going to take a train to Rome and then get on the ship. We're also going to go to Milan, I think, mm-hmm. like on a train. Anyway, so – and then the ship goes to a couple of different places in Italy. It goes to Spain, a um, couple of different – Majorca, Palma de Majorca, Barcelona, Barcelona. So I was so excited or I am so excited. Like it's a really cool and and it's the brand new ship and I'm – you know, anyway – so today I come in. So we looked because, you know, I, he has to get a visa. It's very inconvenient for him to not yet be a U.S. citizen. If you got married, how long would it take for him to be? Or did that have no, that has no bearing? It, it doesn't, from, what, from the research I've done, it doesn't really help anymore. You, you still have to go through years long process of oh, applying really? for things. And he's already mm-hmm. done that. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, he's going to be able to get his citizenship, I think, next year. Um, but we wanted to do something fancy for 10. So he still think, has to. Do you think when he actually like puts his hand over his heart and says the Pledge of Allegiance, like he'll cry or anything? No, I don't think so. In fact, I think the only reason he's still in the U.S. is because of me. <gasps> oh, really? You think he'd go back to the Philippines? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't hate the U.S., but I think I don't I don't think it was his life goal to become a U.S. citizen and like stay here forever. Mm hmm. Um, I think he's made a life with me, and so that that mm-hmm. is most of the reason that he chose to to do that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, getting married wouldn't have sped up the process, and he had already started the process years ago because you have to start like you know years and years. Do and you want to marry take. him? I I mean I want to be with him forever. I'm still trying to figure out if I ever want to get married is the question. It's not about him. It's a, it's about marriage in general because I see marriage as like a, like a Christian thing that, you know, I'm, you know, that, you know, you got to do if you're a Christian and they make you, I don't know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I, we probably will at some point, but I, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do still. Anyway. So bottom line is so excited about this trip. And then I come in today. I booked it yesterday. Sure. We got a balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, he's booking the plane t- ticket. I booked to the ship and uh, got in today. And he says, oh, I was reading about the the restrictions and everything. Mm-hmm. And apparently the EU is not letting in Filipinos at all. Because of COVID. Mm -hmm. 
And so now we don't know, like we don't know if we're going to be able to go on this trip at all because uh, he has to call uh, like an embassy or something and ask them because the thing is he lives in the U.S. He has a green card. Yeah. But his passport and his citizenship is still Philippines. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's not – he hasn't been to the Philippines in probably three years, I Mm want to say. So he has no – you know, there's no way he would have come in contact with COVID Mm -hmm. from the Philippines. Yeah. But if they're just kind of have a blanket, nope, if your passport is Philippines, you can't, you know, come in then – and maybe by July the restrictions will be lifted. I mean, who knows? Mm Mm-hmm. But it's now, now there's some, some uh, uncertainty there. Anyway, that's it. I don't really, he's going to call them and, and try to find out if he said, it looks like it's more, he said, it looks like it might just be what country you are arriving from mm-hmm. rather than where your citizenship is, but he's going to have to confirm that. But I feel like it's going to, if they don't have that restriction lifted by the time we go, I feel like it's going to complicate things because even though he's coming from the U S he has a Filipino passport. So I feel like it's just going to be another like complication on top of stuff. But I think you made a big mistake saying this on the air. Why? Because you know this listener is going to write to, uh, <laughs> well, the European Union and say, "Don't let this Filipino yeah, guy in. He's a jerk." We're not trying to trick anyone. It's just like I understand what they're saying because uh, Philippines is still considered a third world country, and they are poorer, you know, in some ways than other countries and they are struggling with COVID, you know, more so than some other places. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I under, I understand them making these rules, but if you don't live there, there's no way that can affect you. Like he doesn't live in the Philippines. So, you know, they can do whatever they want as far as, you know, t- saying certain people can't come in and stuff like that. But it's going to be very inconvenient for us, Joe, if that, if that happens, we've already planned it, picked the ship, the itinerary, everything. Does Mark go to church while you're at church playing the trumpet? Yeah. I mean, his, we overlap because his is at not between nine and 10 and mine starts at nine forty. So there's some over, I go to two services. Cause I'm playing in them. Not. And does he go with a bunch of Filipino friends at church? No, he goes by himself. He just uh, – so he doesn't want to drive. So all of his Filipino friends go to a different church, a different um, like church. A, like a church that's mostly gone by Filipinos? No, no. That We just have – I guess we have lots of Catholics in this area, and so we have multiple Catholic churches. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his friends live further north than we do, about 20 or 30 minutes, and they all go to this other this other Catholic church. But there's a Catholic church about five minutes from where we live, and he doesn't like to drive a long way. To so he goes to this other one. But none of them live down here, so they don't go. They don't go there. So he just goes by himself, sits on, sits at the edge of the pew in the back, just kind think, of alone. Do you think Mark ever wanted to be a priest? I don't think so. He did go to a Catholic school. I have so many questions, but I've been forbidden from asking those questions so well i don't know the answers to them if you ever want to just call mark up you know you can ask him but i don't just i don't you know interview and be like did you ever want to be a priest did you (laughs) did you ever (laughs) you know i mean i don't know i know i went to a catholic school well adam 
It's another end to another great episode of Throwing Down. Uh, give them, give everyone your socials how they can go, tell tell everybody where they can send you nasty messages. Yeah, please, please direct message me at Geeky Gay TV and tell me how much you hate me and how immature I am. Have you mentioned uh, this story on Geeky Gay? No, I'm only mentioning it on this show because this show was the catalyst. Because this show is the one that I was talking about my mom the last episode, and um, yeah. I just decided this was going to be a story for this show. Well, to the guy listening, I got to tell you, I fundamentally disagree with everything you said there, except for the parts that were positive about me or how I'm right. (laughs) Of course. Then I like those statements. Of course. Did you go to Disneyland when you were here? Uh, I think so. I've, I've been to Disneyland. I can't remember if we went on that trip or not. When the COVID restrictions go down, are you going to start going to the Bay Area again, or are those days done? Um, maybe. I mean, the thing is, my big boss is in Seattle. They've started hiring a lot of people in Seattle, so I don't know if I'm going to have as many trips. I don't know. I don't know what the trip situation is going to be. I'm not sure. All right, guys. Well, we will see you guys again next week. Not next week, in two weeks. Two weeks? I'll see you, Adam Burns. Take care. Have a good time. And uh, we need to come up with a a slogan that you say at the end here. Aren't I supposed to say something like, y'all come back now, you hear?